You're now experiencing data with Brian O'Neill. Experiencing data explores how product managers, analytics leaders, data scientists, and executives are looking at design and user experience as a way to make their custom enterprise data products and analytics applications more useful, usable, and valuable. And now, here's your host, the founder and principal of Designing for Analytics, Brian O'Neill. Welcome back to Experiencing Data. This is Brian T. O'Neill, and currently I'm in Europe and not in the studio, as you can probably tell from the background noise. Last week, I was invited to the TDWI Munich Conference for Data Leaders to give a new workshop on using human-centered design to increase adoption of data products. And as part of that, the director of TDWI, his name's Christoph Kreutz, asked me to do a brief interview about this training that I was going to be premiering later that afternoon. We recorded this so that their at-home remote audience could get an idea of what some of the in-person events were like. So uh, a lot of the talks and stuff were also screened for people who weren't ready to attend in person. So our chat here was taped in the TDWI booth, which was in a large conference exhibit hall with all the different vendor booths and, and people mingling. So it's definitely going to sound a little bit noisy, um, but hopefully my Zoom recording here sounds good. Uh, you'll hear Christoph initially addressing the at-home audience in German, and then he'll be switching to English for our short interview segment. So. In the end, I had a blast giving this new workshop format training in person for the first time, and I'll probably be offering this as a new service for data teams who are looking for a, a shorter and less intense version of my main training seminar. So if you want to get on my mailing list, uh, get all my writings and insights and, and hear about that, just head over to designingforanalytics.com slash podcast. And without further ado, here is my brief interview with the VP of TDWI Munich, Christoph Kreutz. Hallo zusammen. Ja, ähm, hier ist Christoph wieder von der TDWI München und äh, schön, dass ihr noch dabei seid äh, im Livestream TDWI at Home. Äh, zweiter Tag, Mittagspause und äh, ja, wir geben wieder ein bisschen mehr Insights von der Konferenz. Und äh, ja, now I'm already starting switching to English because I have a very special guest with me. It's uh, Brian O'Neill. And welcome, Brian. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be back in person at a conference. It's been, I don't know, three years for me since I've seen anyone in the flesh. Like, so it's really nice to be here. And that's so special for us. So, so we are so so happy to be back again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you took all the way from the U.S. So all the way, way from Boston. Yeah. From Boston. Came, technically, right. Cambridge, Massachusetts, the People's Republic of Cambridge. Call it. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. And how did you get to to TDM Unit? Yeah, so I think our, our mutual friend Mark Matson, who's a fellow at Teradata, and he's a speaker here. Yeah, a lot of times he, he went. Yeah, he told me about this, and, and we cross some of our work crosses over. He's very interested in design and, and product and how important that is to make sure that the solutions we make actually get used in the last mile. So I'll never forget Mark's presentation when I, I think it was like Strata in London or something, and he, he had a dashboard slide about how users don't like dashboards. So it was a dashboard about dashboards, like, I gotta know that guy. Like, <laughs> and so now we like always go hang out at these conferences and stuff, so Mark, Mark's a great guy. And unfortunately, I was in the plane when he did his talk. But. So he, he recommended to submit? Yeah, so he's like, oh, yeah, contact TDWI, and like maybe they're looking for you know speakers or training or workshop or something. So, so yeah, so I suggest that you guys uh, take a look at some of my work and see if it would be a good fit for your audience. And, yeah, right. and here I am. 
Yeah, so Brian submitted yeah. uh, at our call for contributions yeah. and uh, we selected, or the, the technical chairs selected the, the talk. And yeah, we will have it today, today in the afternoon. Yeah. So um, maybe just for the viewers, well, sure. unfortunately, it will, it will not be in the stream, that, yeah. but but what do they miss? Sure, yeah, so the, the workshop's called Designing Human-Centered Data Products. And so the main thing that I'm trying to do with the work that I do in my podcast and my writing and speaking and all this stuff is solving this problem of low adoption or what I call technically right, effectively wrong solutions, yeah. for which there are many of these, particularly in the enterprise. So we spend a lot of time building outputs and, and infrastructure and pipelines and data engineering and, and generating stuff, but not always generating outcomes. And so users only care about how does this make my life better, my job better, my job easier? How do I look better? How do I get a promotion? How do I make the company more money? Whatever those goals are. And there's a gap there sometimes between the things that we ship and delivering these outcomes. So why is that and how do we deal with that? And the world that I come from, which is more on the, the vendor software product design side, there's a lot of techniques for this that are quite mature that can be applied to analytics and data science. So really I'm trying to give non-designers some of these design tools that they can use. And so the, the workshop is really a, a very condensed version of this uh, eight-week seminar that I typically give online for teams and individuals. And so we're just gonna focus on three specific things in that. The first one is, if you're gonna design something and it's supposed to be useful and usable and deliver value, how would you test or know before you've shipped it and it's too late whether it's good? Like someone will actually use it and it's useful. How do we get everyone in the team to agree on if we were to test that, what that would look like? So we use a method called usability studies to do this. But in order to run a usability study, you have to come up with some type of learning goals and some kind of scenarios that you're going to give to a, a user and ask them to go, show me how you would do X using this thing that we built for you. And then we observe them doing that. And then we decide, like, did they pass or fail? And if they fail, we can take some learnings from the failure, fix it before it's too late, and then that de-risks the whole project, right? So we're gonna learn how to do that. The second thing we're gonna learn how to do is how do I get unarticulated needs out of the heads of stakeholders and users? So there tends to be a lot of discussion still about requirements documents, and you know, we get this long list of features, and just give me this data, or just give me this you know, CSV file, and, and that's all I need, don't ask any questions. Well, the reality is, is most users and stakeholders aren't designers and they're not thinking about someone's workflow and, and how this fits into the job of say the CMO or some a salesperson. They don't have that context. So how do we get the really important stuff out of their head? So we're going to talk about using a qualitative interviews as a method to get these unarticulated needs out of people's head. And then the third thing is uh, some sketching. How do we work in low fidelity to actually get people uh, to get on the same page with the stakeholder or a user and design with them instead of for them and get visual early because most of the time when things are visual people start it starts to click like no 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 that's not what I'm talking about or oh I see where this is going and what if we did this and it's a, it's a very different way of working so those are kind of the three learning outcomes we're going to focus on today okay that sounds totally interesting and yeah. the thing is it the format is not a three-hour talk 
but it's Correct. a real workshop. No, no, no. So, so what is your approach? How, yeah. how are you going to do it? Is it some role modeling, uh, a role play, it's, or? It's funny you mentioned that. One of the things I, I had to try that's that's difficult about teaching this is, you know, in the seminar format, I really try to have, when I have eight weeks, I want people applying this to real work because the, that removes the need for people to role play. Like, pretend you're a CMO at a company, <laughs> you know, it's very hard in an interview the CMO, like Chris not the CMO, well, that's not your job, so it's really hard for you to know what it's like. So I actually come up with some scenarios that everybody can relate to. So we're going to actually use some realistic scenarios. And there's no right or wrong here. It's really about the practice of using the methods and not the final output that comes out of the end of it. But we will primarily be working in small group format. So very light on lecture. No one wants to listen to me talk any more than this interview. So short interview. I'll just do a short talk about kind of the concepts about what we're going to do. And then we're really going to jump into like hands-on format and working together with a little bit of lecture, just five, 10 minutes here and there to kind of get the concepts across. But you learn design by doing design. So I, I really like to get people going, trying it, you know, and not talking about it. This is why design thinking, if you ever hear about this, yeah. I like design doing and not design thinking because it's really easy to get really conceptual about it. And let's actually do it instead of thinking about it. <laughs> I, I like this approach because, um, of course, if you start doing, that's actually with our TDWI young guns, the young people in the TDWI association or in the TDWI community in, in, in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Uh, we had one claim, so start doing, and and so then then you get your experiences, and, and so that yeah. design. I, I really love design yeah. doing. So, yeah. as we heard, this is the session, the workshop today, and for example, the viewers at home, not right here in Munich, yeah. do they have the chance to to get this experience? I heard about that that you were doing uh, remote yes. seminars and stuff. Correct, yes. So this uh, Designing Human Centered Data Products, this workshop we're doing, this is again a condensed half-day version of what I typically do in an eight-week format. So oh, wow. I teach that publicly twice a year. The next one's I think September 26th is the first date. So I teach that twice a year that's just open to the public. Anyone can come to that. And then I teach it privately all year around with teams. Typically those are enterprise data science, uh, BI, analytics teams will come in and we'll just arrange a eight week period that works for them. So so yeah, there's an opportunity in the fall would be the next time to, to take it. Okay. Yeah. So eight weeks uh, is quite a while. So, yeah. so what is the format there? So it's not, the difference? Yeah, the reason it's eight weeks is because I don't believe like you take this one workshop on it and then go away and do it and that's the end of it. There's no accountability there. There's no feeling about I'm going through this with Christoph, who's also going, you know, he works at a consulting firm and I work at a bank and someone else works at a pharma company. But we're all trying to build decision support applications with different contexts. And sometimes it's knowing what it's like in a different place is where you get ideas for things. And this is actually a very well-known concept in design where we, we want wide collaboration, especially at the beginning of projects during the ideation phase because sometimes it's not so much that the banking way was the right solution for pharma, but listening to someone talk about banking and some analogy got me thinking about a third thing, which I never would have thought of had I not heard this person in banking talking about whatever. So that's the, the benefit of, of the, the seminar is to have that experience through our office hours and review time and all of that. So the exercises themselves are you watch the videos offline that there's eight modules, each module is like 15 minutes of that, and then there's like a, an execution plan, like how do I go and take what I saw in the video and apply it? The really what we're doing on the live calls each week for an hour or two is talking about what was it like when you went out and tried this, or if you didn't try it, 
why didn't you? What What's the internal resistance that you're having or the organizational resistance? And we try to work through some of that. And sometimes we have to talk about politics or like the internal office situation or dealing with a, a stakeholder who doesn't, I don't have time for that. Just give me what I asked for. How do I negotiate those situations? That's really what we're doing. And so the eight week time period is really, it's a time to practice this and have support from me and the rest of the, the cohort so it sticks and it doesn't just get flushed down the toilet when you leave and then you don't ever use it again like that doesn't help anybody so and that's yeah. where we again that start doing yeah like you you start doing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, design doing and then start doing right and then you have kind of a coaching yeah yes yes so, very much through the, the different steps of the of the projects and yeah, so, yeah that, that sounds yeah. sounds really fun because everyone needs help with you know the, the tricky thing especially with any type of adult education is like yeah i get the i get the concept of what brian's talking about but like how do i apply that to my situation you know and that's usually where the, the trick is it's like conceptually i understand these things but but i work in this really weird you know domain or or this particularly hard thing and it's, it's that crossing that bridge between some conceptual idea and really making it hands-on that's where people need help and some people don't so if they want to take the self-guided you know i offer this as a self-guided version as well which is just the curriculum but no brian no cohort no support and if you just want to do it on your own you can do it that way too but most people sign up because they need the accountability and making time for it because we all say you know everybody's busy and so this way there's a one or two hours every week dedicated to getting together and, and try to make that habit stick you know so yeah. yeah very interesting because yeah i think that's that's a crucial part yeah you go fully motivated out of a workshop right. like that and then and then you're back in the yeah you're, you're back in the reality yes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah great and um if i'm interested how, how can i apply Oh yeah, so uh, designingforanalytics.com, that's my website. If you go to slash seminar, that has all the information about uh, the upcoming seminars and there's a like a get notified list, an early registration list, they can hop on there. So. Okay, that sounds great. And then, yeah, it was a long ride. And because we talked yesterday yeah. and, and I like the stories because just for me, it's it's not only the workshop, but it's it's the person behind it. Yeah. And, and so maybe tell us more. What's your background? What are you doing? Um, Yes, I know not so Christoph, if you guys haven't listened, he's a trumpet player. You guys know yeah. that. Like, so we, <laughs> we nerded out about some music stuff. But yeah, my, my formal training is in music. So I, I, so I have a degree in, in uh, percussion studies and, and performance. And, and so I have another career. I, I run my consulting practice and training that I do with designing for analytics. And then and I'm also a professional musician. So I play with theater, Broadway shows, and orchestras, and klezmer, and Irish music, and all different kinds of things, and have my own band, and stuff like that. So yeah, so, yeah for, for everyone, it's uh, interesting to talk with Brian, not only from the technical side, but, yeah. but also about other topics. Yeah. And I'm always dreaming about a, a TDW All-Stars band, and I, I don't oh, wow. I don't talk about the Data Bros. Okay. I don't talk about <laughs> the Data Bros, that's an inside no, joke. No one wants to go <laughs> but I talk about the TDW all-stars with because we have so many so many musicians oh, out there? here okay. so, so Carsten Felden our, our chairman he's, he's playing the drum, drums oh, as well excellent. I have to, to, to start exercising again start doing the okay, trumpet again go. 
and I'm pretty sure we, we will find some more. Some okay. So, um, Brian, time is over. Yeah. Uh, we jump to, to the other to our other um, guests. Great. It was so great to have you. Or it is great to have you. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to some, uh, your session. Looking sessions. forward to this too. Yeah. I'm really, really thankful. Fun. Yeah. And uh, so um, have a great have a great workshop. Excellent. And have fun at the conference. Yeah. Good luck to everyone out on the live stream and, and uh, the activities and, and speakers and all that. So. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cool. Take care. All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed my interview there. Reverse interview, right? I guess I was the guest with Christoph Kreutz from TDWI Munich in Germany. I had a great time at the conference, and I really enjoyed working with the participants, mostly uh, from different countries around Europe. If you'd like to uh, hear more about that workshop when it rolls out, again, just head on over to designingforanalytics.com slash podcast, and you can hop on my mailing list from that page and stay tuned for more information on that, as well as getting all the updates on the show here, including the one-page summaries I send out of all the podcast episodes and my writing and future conference speaking and training. So take care, hang in there. I hope you guys are having a great summer, summer of 2022 right now, and stay healthy. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Experiencing Data with Brian O'Neill. If you did enjoy it, please consider sharing it with the hashtag Experiencing Data. To get future podcast updates or to subscribe to Brian's mailing list, where he shares his insights on designing valuable enterprise data products and applications, visit designingforanalytics.com slash podcast.